Praise the Lord. Everybody, welcome aboard. We've got Dr. Hansen from World Ministries International. Today is Friday, September 15th, 2023. Well, Brother Hansen, welcome back. How are you all doing over there today? Well, I am doing fine, Shannon. I have an apostolic leader with me, so we're doing a live program. If you would like, you can join us and I'll be asking you questions too. I would be honored to be a part of it. Would you all like to open us up in prayer? Father God, I want to thank you, dear God, for your mercy, your grace, your love. I thank you for opportunities to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wherever we go, we represent you. We want to be your ambassadors. We don't want to promote our own ministry, our own self, our own brand. We need to represent you. There are too many leaders promoting their own brand. They don't have the courage to represent you, but they promote themselves. They want invitations to come back. We need to understand we need to promote Jesus Christ. We're supposed to be his ambassadors. As we share today, open up people's eyes. Put us before leaders of nations, those that truly are worthy. Put them before leaders of nations, of society, of culture, of business, leaders. If they'll actually represent you, not themselves. Bless this program today, dear God, as time is racing by. Our freedoms are being constantly eroded purposely conspired against for years and years, and much of the blame lies on the church that sits back and waits for the rapture. They don't understand where we're at in history. They don't understand their responsibility. They've been lied to by the pastor behind the pulpit who just thinks that all he needs to do is prop them up so they survive another week instead of turning them into warriors that they can attack and conquer. Father God, help us. As the church has failed, nations have failed, they've failed you. Let us wake up the church, dear God. Let us make warriors. You're a man of war to truly represent you in America and around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome all of you that are watching, listening. I'm on the Omega Man Radio. It's syndicated. Shannon Davis. I'm his guest. He's my guest. I'm going to be leading this conversation today. I want to talk about the decline of the American culture. I have apostolic leader Dennis Moore and Shannon Davis out of Bali, Indonesia. I want to talk about the decline of the American culture. I actually wrote an article on it, September 27, 1999. Now, as I'm talking, you're going to think it was today. We're talking about 24 years. This is September 2023. I'm going to begin with a statement. According to the new 20th century unabridged, the definition of the word earring is an ornament sometimes provided with a pendant and frequently set with diamonds, pearls, or other jewels worn at the ear by means of a ring passing through the lobe. Earrings worn by men, why all the fuss? Worse yet, why isn't there a lot of controversy over the subject? Have we as a society, as a church, as a people become so dulled by the acceptance of tolerance, by the compromise of standards that we don't care or we're just too ignorant of history? Do we understand what the Word of God says on these things? What the implications are of earrings worn by men? If either case is true, does it not judge the health of the church at large and also the spiritual health of the church leaders? Does it not, in fact, indicate and illustrate how truly sick the church has become? Now, recently, as you know, even on this program, I've done programs on tattoos, body piercing, and we've gone into the demonic activities involved with these things. The gateways. Years ago, I would go to these pagan nations and it's all over the place. Now, you walk in America and you think you're in a pagan nation. Maybe you're in India where they're worshiping other gods and they're tattooing their bodies to represent other gods. In America, they might not understand what they're doing, 
But nevertheless, they're opening themselves up to demonic activity. Nevertheless, they don't know the word of God. That you're a temple of the Holy Spirit, not supposed to pollute your bodies or represent other gods. I blame this much of it behind the pulpit. They're not being trained. They're not being taught. In fact, many times churches have free tattoos. Just come and get your free tattoo. Dennis, what do you think of all this? We are definitely in interesting times. The Bible talks about the foundations being destroyed. If there's one thing that we're dealing with today, it's foundations that have been destroyed. I was talking to a pastor many years ago, and he was a senior pastor. I was a brand new pastor. And I said, what's the difference between when I'm pastoring now and when you started pastoring? He said, you have a big challenge in front of you. He said, because when I started pastoring, we were seen as the moral guardians of our nation. And you are no longer relevant. It's a tragedy because you remove the foundations. And what do you have? You have chaos. And what do we have today? We have chaos. We have confusion. We have frustration. And what are we doing? We're pushing it upon our young people. That's right. I just did a program. I did it on the foundations have been cracked. They've been broken. And you use that word. And I just did a couple of programs on polluted altars. Elijah had to rebuild the altar. It was polluted before the fire of God came down. That's where we're at today. We're at polluted altars all through America, all through the world. Shannon, what can you say about what we just said? Absolutely. Let me say this. I'll soon be 54 years old. I grew up in the Church of God. Both my grandfathers were Church of God pastors. My earliest recollection, playing in the parsonage at age two. I remember at four years old, being enrolled in Sunday school at my granddad Weber's church. I think I can make a comment here. I've been in the church my whole life. The church of the 70s and 80s, and then early 90s that I grew up in, way different than what I've seen today. I walk into places that are supposed to be the house of God, and I wish I had brought in a pair of earplugs. The music is so loud. I don't hear the Bible being read anymore. More time on praise music than the Word of God. What a shame. No deliverance. No healing. What's going on with the church? It's compromised. And as the church is compromised, the world at large isn't getting any better because much of the church has lost their salt. And we know what happens when you lose your salt. What are you good for? We've got a real problem in America now because there has been failure at large in the body of Christ to do what Jesus Christ called us to do and to be salt and light. You can't tell people many churches apart from the world. They look like the world. As you mentioned, earrings in men's ears. What's going on here? Tattoos all over their bodies. People mock the word of God. They say God has changed his mind on things. No, he hasn't. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We need to repent as a church for some of our moral failures. Get back to the word of God. The word of God is true. Let every man be a liar and begin to preach the gospel again. We've almost lost America. I've got an article coming out on tattoos. You and I have talked about this in your conversation the last time I did it on altars. And you talked about the altars in Indonesia, uh, your story about how you wanted to rent this house, but they had Hindu altars and how uh, when you said, I'll rent it, but you got to take down these altars. And, And the lady, since she didn't put up the altars, she said, "Okay, if you rent it two years, I'll take them down. And they took them down and you went into it about the demons and everything and how they wanted to go back to the waters, the marine spirits, as they tore down these altars. And then you went on and elaborated as I talked a little bit about tattoos and about all of the demonic activity and the open doors of tattoos. Shannon? We literally saw a man become demon-possessed. He was a shaman. As he, going through the ceremony to break down these two huge altars right in our front yard, the demons came into him. They have to transfer them when they're going to tear down an altar. So they go into him, and then they said, you know, we'll go, but send us to the waters. We are literally at ground zero 
in like a mini India, if you will. They call this the island of the gods. For years, they said there's 35,000 altars, temples, and shrines to other gods. Well, I think it's much more than that. Anywhere you look, you will see people out there offering incense and other sacrifices to their gods daily. I will hear a bell, like a dinner bell. I know what it is now. It's a shaman called into the neighborhood to bless a house, if you will. It's shocking. What an eye-opener. But, you know, we've got the same stuff in America. We've got Hindu temples rising up. I have a friend. He lives up in the mountains of North Carolina. He said they just built one up on the mountain where he's at. We've got idolatry in the church. And you don't have to go to other religions to find idolatry. It's come into the church of God. We've got people that are practicing yoga in churches, which is a religion where you orient your body into positions of worship to a number of Hindu demons, and they think it's okay. We've got compromise that's coming to the church. Jesus said, I would that you're hot or cold because if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. I really believe if the church doesn't wake up in quick Many are going to be part of the great falling away because the tribulation is coming and it's going to sort out a lot of things. There's demons everywhere in the church. I've oh, cast yeah. demons right out of the worship pastor, right in front of everybody's eyes because they don't even understand what they're doing to their bodies. They don't understand how you invite demons. And there's ignorance everywhere. You know my feelings, you know my burden. What God told me in my first dream in 1985, that his heart was broken. Why God? Because my people are in love with the world more than me. Why God? Because of the pastor behind the pulpit. That was a direct word from the Lord. Because of the pastor behind the pulpit, he indicted the failures and the sins. People might say, oh, Pastor Hanson, you're hard on. I am not hard on pastors. I wouldn't even say he's hard on pastors. He's serious about what they're doing to society and his bride. He's not hard. Dennis, he said this person had a vision of hell or they went into hell and there was a compartment for homosexuals. The Bible is very clear about sexual sin and it's very clear about homosexuality. And like we were talking this morning, there's a record that clearly shows that homosexuality is a gross sin that will be judged. And so this brother did go to hell. God took him there. He showed him different compartments of hell. And one of the compartments that he went into was specifically for homosexual people. Does that mean God wants homosexuals to go to hell? No way. He wants everyone to repent. He wants everyone to come to a place where they can receive forgiveness, they can receive healing, they can receive life. He's not trying to destroy homosexuals. He's trying to bring them to deliverance and to life and to repentance. But we know that if you choose that life and you stay in that life, you will eventually become reprobate. You know, you'll become insensitive to the things of God. And then eventually you will find yourself in a place you don't want to be. Our message simply is we want you to know the love of God. We want you to know the healing power of God. We want you to know that you can come out of that lifestyle, whatever it might be, whether it's dealing with tattooing your body, as you've been describing, or if it's a homosexual lifestyle. God is always a God of restoration and healing. We desperately want to see every person turn from that lifestyle and come into the kingdom of God. We have said countless times, like Dennis just mentioned, God loves the homosexual, God loves the adulterer, he loves the fornicator, he loves the drunkard. God loves people, but there is an area of God that has to finally separate if there is not repentance on earth. Grace is simply time given when you're on earth, when the Spirit's in the body, to repent. That's grace. When the Spirit leaves, God judges. He's the judge. According to the word of God, grace is over. And there is this separation because the Bible says very clearly, if God doesn't judge, the innocent become prey. If God doesn't judge in this lifetime, he knows 
that when your spirit leaves, if you had eternity, you wouldn't repent because rebellion in heaven, he's not going to allow it. God loves each one of us. I've had to repent. Dennis has had to repent. We've all had to repent. And we repent daily if we're not perfect. We might lose our temper, but we repent. And that's the grace. It covers our sins. And so if you're watching, listening right now, no matter what lifestyle you're in or what addiction, God will forgive you if you truly repent and you can align yourself up with a godly pastor or somebody that will help you through your addiction and problem and give you victory. I did a week of programs on life after death and doctors using them what they witnessed when people were dying, how they would screen demons or how angels and, and when they died and if they came back, what they saw. You know, some people have seen a compartment, Dennis, made for pastors. Have you heard of that? Yes, we have. Shannon, did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I a, have a friend. A department for pastors that want to twist the word of God and promote their brand and then preach a lie. Like God loves the homosexual as far as your lifestyle, there's nothing wrong. There was a Presbyterian lady, a lesbian. She had a couple of abortions and she was proud of it. Man, this person's apostate. Shannon? Gentlemen, the biggest scourge that has hit the church is sexual sin and the invasion of homosexuality, LGBTQ. I never in a million years would have thought I'd seen the day where denominations were beginning to accept gay, lesbian, bisexual clergy. Like the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada, I just looked up some of these, Methodist Church have been found to do this. Many got thrown out of one of the Baptist conventions recently. Some of them had lesbian pastors in the clergy. And the lady, as she was getting kicked out, said, well, they're going to lose some great people over here. We love the word of God. Well, then obey the word of God. As we begin to pervert the truth, it's a slippery slope right into sexual perversion. There's churches, even, Shannon, that I've, I've reported it even on this program. They have drag queens coming in to uh, speak to their congregation or teach their children. Can you imagine drag queens? This is an abomination. Those that live in that lifestyle, if they do not repent before the spirit leaves the body, as y'all just mentioned, they're going to bust tail wide open. Homosexuality in the church? We've got people in the pews, in the choirs, living together. Fornication, adultery is the order of the day. Sexual sin, I think, is our biggest problem. If people do not repent, they're going to die in their sins. They may be a member of a mega church, but that's not going to save them from hell. And I have a friend who went to hell named Brian Melvin, went to get him on the show one day. He saw some very interesting things down there. He said, I never want to go back there again. God spared him. He was an atheist at the time. What is going on here? One by one, these churches are being compromised <laughs> and uh, saying that sexual sin, especially homosexuality, is okay. It's not okay. They don't know the word of God. Back to you. Before we started this program today, I was with two hours earlier. Now, that's 5 a.m. where I'm at, 5 a.m., where we were meeting with the men, men, Bible study and prayer, and we were talking a little bit about the compromise, what's going on in, in the church. I made a mention that I believe that America is worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, it was very clear they had man and woman engaging in lesbianism, homosexuality, et cetera, et cetera. But now under the Biden administration, what do we got? 32 accounts of gender and growing. I mean, way more types of deviation than they had in Sodom and Gomorrah. We are ripe, Shannon, for judgment. We're seeing the rise of the Sodomites. Even the Democratic Party, I now call the Sodomocrats. Look at what they stand for. And I'll tell you, it's shocking when you have Catholics waking up to the fact that they have also been infiltrated. Now, I'm not a Catholic, and they've got some things they need to repent of over there. 
but I will give some that are credit are stepping up and saying from the Pope on down, enough's enough. This is wrong. Sexual sin in the church needs to be eliminated, yet their hierarchy are embracing it. Now, I believe they're going to be forming up the one world church that we see down the road here under Antichrist. It's even more than the Democratic Party. I spoke for the Republicans a few weeks ago, and I challenged them because a lot of them, they want to come to my studio and use my programs to help them get elected. But I said, even if we put every single one of you into office, yet I've listened to two days and you've accepted homosexuality. The Republicans used to be against it. Now you've accepted it. So even if we put you in, all we're going to do is delay the toppling of the Republic, but judgment is still going to come on America unless the Republicans and society themselves understands this is a sin. We need to repent. Shannon? Absolutely. Are we not ripe for judgment when the President of the United States and the State Department and many officials are going around places like Africa and saying we will cut off your eight if you do not embrace homosexual marriage? I mean, case after case of America going around and trying to force other countries into embracing sodomy. My goodness, we're probably 1,000 times more worse than Sodom and Gomorrah was when God took it out with that comet, I believe. We're in some serious trouble. I wrote an article, The Decline of the American Culture, September 27, 1999. In my article, Cult Christianity, I wrote, we are living in a world today that has lost its direction. Now, this was, again, September 27, 1999, and Cult Christianity was before that. There are no more right and wrongs. Man is left to his own understanding to formulate his own set of values, beliefs, thus morality. Priests committing fornication and murder, abortion. Pastors committing adultery, homosexuals, lesbians, bisexuals being ordained as pastors and priests. Men dressed as women, women dressed as men, boys looking like girls. Pastors having affairs with their secretaries, priests with nuns. No right choices, no wrong choices, no condemnation, no guilt, no accountability, just freedom. We're living in America where Americans are independent and free. Do not tell me what to do, how to live. That's your opinion. That is your interpretation of scripture. We're living in a world today where truth and context is not usually being preached, taught, or lived. The church is no longer the separate, pure, holy bride of Christ. In actuality, the church has taken on innate characteristics of society in rebellion against God, which is part and parcel of most churches throughout the world today. Listen to this. It's like I wrote it today. This was written in September 27, 1999. You can find it, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Dennis? You're absolutely correct. It sounds like today, and we're really at a critical <laughs> point in time. I was in prayer the other day, you know, saying, God, we need revival. We need the Great Awakening. We need you to move over our nation, over the earth. And I was just feeling the urgency of the move of the Spirit of God, and I was literally feeling the deep desire of God to move. And then I began to sense in my spirit that God was saying, my people aren't ready. They haven't repented. They haven't turned from their sin. They're not crying out to me. You see, the, the Bible says in Revelation that the Spirit and the church cry, come Lord Jesus. 
The Holy Spirit is crying out for Jesus to come, but the church is not crying out for Jesus to come. Amen. It's not crying out for a revival. Amen. And so if we press into God and we cry out and we let God desire and passion and fire and heart be inside of us, then there will be a sound that will come out of us. And that sound will cause us to say, Lord God, cleanse me, heal me, deliver me, set me free. Lord, because I want to see your spirit move on the earth. You see, we're in a desperate time. This is not a time of we can kind of get through, you know, we'll squeak through, we'll be okay. It's a time when we're in the last ticks of the clock at the last hour. That may sound negative to some, but we need to understand that we serve a holy God. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. His mind doesn't change. His values don't change. His standards don't change. But ours have. We have to, by the grace of God, covenant again with our God, move into relationship with Him, let Him reveal His heart to us, His mind, His will, His word, as we cry out. Then He'll say, okay, now you're ready. Why did it take Israel 300 years before God moved to deliver them? He could deliver them in year 10 or year 50 or year 100. But it says he heard their cry. And God's listening to the church to hear our cry. What is our cry today? What is the cry of the church? What are we saying? What are we crying out? What kind of sound is God hearing? Well, you're right, because people aren't in relationship with God. They're not where they're supposed to be. Jesus said again, go tarry. When he was ascending, he gave us responsibility to make disciples of all nations, to rule, to reign, to occupy, to take dominion, to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. But first go tarry until I am in you, the power of the Holy Spirit, until the Comforter lives in you, until you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. They're not doing that today. They're trying to represent Christ without him moving through them. And they're just pathetically anemic, powerless, gutless. We were talking about when we walked down here, people pray, send revival, send revival, send revival. What do you mean? Pray for yourself. Revival is here. It's in me. Everywhere I go is revival. Now, if you don't see revival, pray for yourself and you'll bring revival. God has always been ready. It's you. Listen to this now. I continue to read again, September 27, 1999. The United States of America is actively ushering world government by promoting the United Nations and other agencies in countries' agendas and schemes. This means our Constitution is in the process of being replaced to represent the values of all the people of the world, not just Americans. The United Nations is really a world government, and their conferences are orchestrated. Judeo-Christian values represent America and the old world order, which must be replaced with the values of the new world order. Remember the Tower of Babel. Same mentality, humanism against creationism. Man's ways versus God's ways. Countries that oppose the program of action of the United Nations, a document consisting of new social, moral, political, economic, and ecological ideas to be ratified, are threatened with financial blackmail by both the United States and the World Bank. The United Nations Philosophical differences go directly against our Christian values. They totally back the New World Order agenda of abortion rights for all, acceptance of diversity, homosexuality rights, and the empowerment of women, etc. Shannon? Gentlemen, who thought we'd be having discussions today about children being castrated? About a state called California, who if you're a child in school who's being indoctrinated that there is no male or female, you can be whatever you want. You can be an animal or a vegetable if you want to. And you decide, hey, I think I'd like to be a girl. 
They can take your child and do a sex change on them, and there's nothing you can do about it. Our children are being butchered years ago. This would have been a capital crime to do this to a child. That's torture. We've got sexual confusion that's the order of the day. And Satan clearly has made war on mankind, and he's upped the game. We've got demon-possessed people walking among us. You know, people worried about the flu pandemic. We've got a real pandemic. It's called demon possession. Everywhere you look now, you've got people walking. I don't know what they are. Are they a male? Are they a female? It's just total confusion. And we know that God's not the author of confusion, so who is Satan? I like what you've said tonight about deliverance. That's the first sign that Jesus listed, order of importance, of those signs that would fall them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. Do you think that might be one of the problems that we have? Churches today are not doing deliverance. The demons are gaining foothold and building strongholds, and now are in just about every high position in the land from the White House on down. We need to go to war against the host of hell, because the Bible says he's going to make war on the saints. Back to you. Well, I've said that constantly years ago. Dennis and I and others were in Washington, D.C. We were praying six to eight hours a day. And let me tell you, powerful, powerful revelations. And, you know, the White House we went into and, and Congress and the Senate and House of Representatives, Supreme Court, and God revealed the demons ruling those places. And it's 10 pages. It's on my website, worldministries.org. Some of the most powerful demons come out of the White House and the Senate, House of Representatives, Supreme Court. We need to understand these things. We are being led, like you said, walking demons as people constantly reject the truth of Jesus Christ, Romans chapter 1. They're turned over to a spirit of deceivableness to believe a lie. We've got walking demons all over America, in our churches everywhere. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and today's radio program has come to a close. I hope you're enjoying the program, Decline of the American Culture. Tomorrow, we'll finish it. God bless you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the Independence Program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, Make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. Because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360 629 
1-800-242-5248. And say a short prayer for us in your message. And leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.